0: Good evening, everyone. It's great that you're here. It's great that so many of you are here because you're all horrible sinners. (laughs) And so am I. And we know it. And so it's good for us to begin Lent this way, even though it's not a holy day of obligation. The fact that you have come out says so much about your love for God and your desire to grow closer to him. I've had my heart broken many times, because I'm just that way. I'm a really sensitive guy, so my heart gets broken all the time. And the worst moment of having my heart broken was when Brett Favre retired. (laughs) And then he did it the next year, and then he did it the next year, and then he joined the Minnesota Vikings, which really killed me. But made my father happy because he was a Minnesota Vikings fan. I liked most things about my dad. <laughs> no, but seriously, I I I have had that experience of of my heart being broken. I was I was the kind of guy when I dated a girl, I just fell for her completely every time. And so for me, you know, breaking up was just just the, the most serious and hard-hitting of things. And I, I'm sure some of you can, uh, can relate to that. Uh, but there's other ways in which my heart has been When my father died, my heart was absolutely broken. You know, these moments in life where we have that, that experience of, of our heart just being torn, just torn to pieces. And that's what we hear in the, the first reading. Rend your hearts not your garments. Tear your hearts, not your clothes, as some sort of symbol of penitence. Tear your hearts. That's a really good thing for us to consider because the ashes matter and it's an outward expression of hopefully, though, what is happening in our hearts, right? It's an outward expression. We don't don't put on the ashes to be showy or out of some sort of superstition or, or something like that, they're a reminder to us, perhaps, that we got to get back to the Lord. Come back to me with your whole heart. And there's, there's so many people, this is just sort of the typical human experience, right, of um, maybe not practicing our faith as ardently as we should, not making it to church as often as we ought to, and then Lent's upon us. We remember it's Ash Wednesday, and we think, well, I better get back to it. Good. That's good. Or, you know, maybe you're here frequently or even every Sunday. And, you know, coming back on Ash Wednesday is a reminder of, you know what, I still have work to do. Even though I'm going to church, even though I tend to go to church every week, um... (laughs) <laughs> I tend to. Uh, you know, even though I'm coming back, even as, even as your priest every week, you know, multiple times a week, I still have work to do myself. And that's what Lent is about. We, we, we just want to be honest with ourselves. What, what do I got to work on? You know, is it my relationship with my wife, with my children, with my husband, with the church, with God, with... You know, it could be any number and complexity of those things and that's fine. One thing I would encourage you to do is not bite off more than you can chew. Um, kind of like when we make our New Year's resolutions. For those, of, I don't do that, but for those of you who do that, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going I'm to go to the health club every day and I'm going to never eat sugar again and I'm going to pray the rosary every day and I'm going to, we start lining them up and then you know, Thursday hits, <laughs> well, maybe I'll do two of those, you know? and then Friday hits, well, and then you're in the confessional, Confe- you don't have to confess it, just so you know. Um, so, so I think it's good for us to just maybe look at a couple of things. How many children do we have? Well children, I mean if you're a children, you're not a teenager, how many children are here? Raise your hand. children. Little ones, like, I don't know, K through five. Raise your hand. All right. Okay, put your hands down. By the way, it's awesome you're here. I'm so happy you're here. Um, Did you drive your parents, or how did you get here? (laughs) How did your parents get here? So so children, little ones, it's enough to say, you know what, I'm going to try not to fight with my brother as much. I'm going to do what my parents asked me to do, The first time they ask, all of, can you imagine? Now, here's the thing, you might think, well, gosh, Father, that's kind of hard. Can I wait till the second time? Well, imagine just how much better your relationship with your parents would be, just making a little change like that, you know? Or parents, right? Your kids end up acting like kids because, you know, they're kids. And we lose our patience maybe very quickly. Or, you know, you come home from work and you're tired. Absolutely you're tired. You come home and, and with the kids or with the, with the husband or whatever, it's, you've got a great excuse to be short with them. A great excuse. But that doesn't mean you have to do it. Or, um, you know, children, back to the Children. I really want you to, to pray every night before you go to bed. And parents, a great thing you could do is, is actually lead your kids in prayer. And it doesn't have to be long. My mother would always do this long thing when Lent started. I hope she doesn't listen to my podcast. And <laughs> so every time we, we would start Lent, it'd be this big, we're gonna do the whole rosary, all of Lent, Ugh. you know, when I was little. And, uh, you know, parents, it's enough just to do something simple. You know, we're, if, if that works for you, fine. But if you haven't been doing anything, going from cold to hot, is pretty hard. Our Father, Hail Mary, Glory Be, petitions, go to bed. <laughs> just make it simple. But that time that you spend with your children is so powerful and meaningful. And the repetition of that is something I know you'll look back and cherish. So its I think it's really the little things. You know, we, we definitely want to get to a point where, we can, where the Lord will be pleased with us, where, where maybe we're holy, where, where maybe we're perfect as the Lord has called us to be, but it's not going to happen this Lent, probably. But we might be able to do a little bit. Might be able to do one little thing to get us a little closer. Okay, so now... We're going to do the ashes. And if you leave Mass after the ashes and don't receive communion, it's a mortal sin. (laughs) It's actually not. Uh, That's a joke. But if you can stay with us through communion, obviously we'd really love for you to stay with us. I know some people, maybe you can't, but it's an invitation to stay with us and pray to receive the Eucharist, which is, of course, even more important than the ashes. And so now I'd like our servers to come up and our deacon to come forward. We'll bless the ashes, and then we'll, uh, we can have our extraordinary ministers come up. Maybe we'll just have you right here. As we receive our ashes, we'll do it as we receive communion every Sunday.